When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. I'm your host Mike and joining me today we have Dan and Mark. We're going to be looking at the Hartlepool draw and we're going to look forward to the visit of Swindon on Tuesday. Look forward. We're going to talk about the visit of Swindon on Tuesday anyway. <laughs> Don't forget you can help of course to support the show with one-off donations or regular subscriptions by joining us on Patreon. If you want to know more look for the support us page on the website or drop me a message by email or at Sutton Podcast on any of the socials. A big thank you to everyone who has supported in the past and everyone who is still supporting us. Um, Danny Bolt's interview is now live on Patreon and it will be on general release in another week or so. I've messed up on the dates there because we've got the Swindon match this week, so it won't be this week. It'll be probably the one after. I'm really glad to list, uh, that you joined us to listen to the recently shortlisted for the EFL, the real EFL awards. We're in the first wave of nominations. Um, didn't get much further than that, but hey, whatever. And we are back up to 119th in the Ukrainian sports charts. Um, so thank you to everyone in Ukraine for whatever reason you're listening to this podcast. Um, looking forward to having a chat with you guys. And we'll start off with Mark, who we spoke to about four weeks ago after the defeat at Salford. Um, how have yeah. you been, Mark? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Um, just doing my usual stuff, you know, going to football, going to pubs, <coughs> washing birds, the feather good variety. Stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And Dan, it was uh, 
a little bit longer than with you. It was the beginning of January after the Wimbledon game. And um, I think you ended up, well, you, I was booted out of that live show for, at first. Um, but Dan, how are you? Yeah, Dan's having technical problems. He's uh, shaking his head, can't um, can't hear us at the moment. Um, we'll, we'll come back to Dan in just a moment. Um, so just before we get to anything, um, we will uh, just talk about club news. Um, the, the big one really to talk about this week is we've just moved on to the Sports Social Podcast Network. And um, that means that you probably would have heard some adverts by the time you're listening to this. Um, hopefully it's going to be a good thing and um, we will sort of see how it goes. But yeah, we just moved on to this sports um, network. And also the Community Pavilion um, has been launched. So it's uh, a thing on, it's, it's, it's a sort of GoFundMe thing. So there's lots and lots of, uh, for want of a better word, prizes up for grabs. And you can um, do all sorts of different things, uh, sort of donate different amounts of money and um, get different things for it. So some of them are quite useful, but have a look on that on the club website and on their Twitter. And the ladies team today, they lost in the quarterfinals of the cup. They lost 3-1 to Worthing. It was at home. Um, they actually did much better than the scoreline reflects because they lost to Worthing. I think it was 8-0 earlier in the season. Much, much better game of it today. They were sort of winning until about 60 minutes, I think it was. Um, and they gave a really good account of themselves um, and battled for the full sort of 60 minutes. Um, but unfortunately, Worthing are a really, really good side. They're top of the league. I think they've not lost in a long time. They've got lots of players from um, Lewis and Brighton, or ex-players, from a much higher level. Um, so that's, that's um, it's no disgrace to lose them. But we did hold them very well with another goal from the child, Lily. Um, so that, that was really, really good. Um, I would be normally jumping straight to the ultimate team but we will give Dan a couple of minutes just to um, see if he can make his way back otherwise it's going to be a bit of a tricky vote situation but never mind we'll work it out. Um, so Mark on to the the game uh, okay. it seems that Matt wasn't was a little bit cagey with some of the, 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 the facts with Lewis's, Lewis's injury it's possibly a bit worse than we were led to believe um, because I think he was only supposed to be out for last week's game and then he was out, out yesterday as well. Um, yeah. And then there was Rob out and still no Josh. So, so how were you feeling at the, the line-up stage? Well, I think Matt indicated Lewis was probably only about 50-50 for yesterday's game. And he said he needed a mischeck match. So it wasn't a huge surprise that he was missing from the lineup. Matt, of course, in his pre-match interview, said that another of our regular players, one who against Steve last week, uh, wouldn't be fit because he'd taken a whack. And uh, I think a few of us worked out that was probably Rob. And mm -hmm. it turned out to be also missing. So two of our regular back four not playing. But uh, reading between the lines, I don't think either's going to be out for for much longer one of them or even both of them for Tuesday so I'm not too concerned by that Josh I think got a, a whack on his ankle in training is probably going to be out for a bit longer maybe maybe in weeks mm. yeah I mean also we're not going to suggest that we're big time or anything but Harrogate so Harrogate Hartlepool kind of down there at the moment and you would probably yeah. want to rest some of your players um, rather than taking a risk on them when, when these other games coming up with clubs sort of in and around our position as well. So um, <clears throat> obviously it makes a bit of sense. 
Well, but I know. I think you, if you look at that fixture, you probably thought, well, Hartlepool are not in great form. They're shipping lots of goals. We we could win there. And, and if that were, yeah, were not for the red card, I think probably we would have won. Yeah. Um, I think uh, on paper you can argue Hartlepool away looked an easier three points than the next one, Swindon at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can come on to that a bit later. Yeah. Yeah. So we set out quite early. We had a. A very, very good chance that I think mm. fell to Ali. And um, it just looked like one of those that he couldn't, A, quite believe it, or B, get his, his feet sorted out. And yeah. um, But we could have been 1-0 up in about 30, 40 seconds. Um, I think that was at the other end for you guys, though, wasn't it? No, no, it was at our was, end. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I think Craig put the Craig Eastman put the cross in. Uh, it, it, I think um, Liango almost got a touch, couldn't quite... Uh, get a foot on it and then it fell to Ali. I think maybe he was taken a bit by surprise and they didn't quite get get his feet you know, right and uh, I think the ball just hit the, the post and went out. Yeah. But I mean, that was an encouraging early sign. That was you know, a minute or so into the game. He almost scored. That set the tone for the next half hour or so. Well, yeah, it was it was clear domination for, for that 30 minutes spell. I mean, um, I think it wasn't only if, was it the eighth minute or something that Dave scored. Um I can't remember. I think how it might have been a bit later than that, but it, oh. was, it was it was certainly pretty early. Yeah, and what would it would it, that so that goal would have been in front of you guys as well? What was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there was almost a sort of crowd of our players sort of queuing up to score that, but David got the decisive touch. Nice, nice cross in from from Sam Hart, who of course was deputising for Rob Milson. He's not had many many starts for us, but uh, he did well with the cross for that opening goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. The uh, angle doubled the advantage. I think Matt was saying he thought there was an element of offside for that one. Um, yeah, I've just actually got the, the football league paper here, Mike, <clears> and it's got the timings of the goals. Uh, Adjie Boys was eighteen minutes. Eighteen. And Angle was thirty-one. Yeah. yeah. I think so. it was an eight somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I looked at the footage of that, and it, it, I mean, I can see what Matt means. It does look a, a bit as if Lee is in an offside position when the ball is played forward. But you, you can't be absolutely sure because you're not looking across. You're looking from, from sort of above. So I don't, I don't think that footage is conclusive. But, yeah, I, I could kind of understand where Matt was coming from. But, you know, there was no flag. And you've got to accept those gifts if, if it was a gift when, when they come. So he took his goal very well, just dinked it over the keeper. Nice finish, first goal for the club. Hmm. Um, and he looked, uh, you know, a real handful. He's obviously a different sort of player from from Donovan, who would normally start alongside Omar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Omar and um, Lee between them are both, both fairly type physical players. And uh, you know, I think real hand fences, and that yeah. was proved early on in, in the game yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it was there was lots of people saying it should have been four, maybe five, um, mm. in that sort of opening spell. I mean, there was very unsavoury tackle ta- tackle on Will. Um, yeah. Which looks bad in, in like when you obviously I, I I knew what happened, but so when I was watching it in, in real time, it looked bad enough. But when you saw the stills that have been going around, it yeah. it does look terrible, and the referee is looking right at it. Yeah, um, he's right there. Yeah, I was very disappointed with the um, the eye follow commentary. I think it was a couple of BBC T's um, okay. people, and they were quite scathing. They were more more interested in saying how terrible our players were for chatting to the referee about it and 
They were glad it was only a yellow because it didn't deserve a red and all this. And I'm like, you're watching the bloke kid go off the pitch. And they were booing as well as he was coming off the pitch. And that, that must have been quite... I mean, I don't think we've had an update on Will at the moment, but... Um, no, no. I mean, Will is, as we know, is a little bit injury prone. Not, not been so bad this season. Um, but you know, you do fear the worst when Will goes off this injury because when that's happened in the past, he's often been out for weeks. Yeah. So I'd have to wait, wait and see what the update. Yeah. But I, I'm not expecting Will to play on Tuesday. A great surprise if in the starting bench. But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we, but, he's not going to come off if he's not injured because the, the way we were playing at that time. I mean, he, when as soon as that, yeah, he got he got tackled. He went down. He, he was thumping the, the the turf in frustration. And when a player does that, you know, he knows he's he's got a, a potentially quite serious injury. Yeah. Um, I mean, the ref I thought was was quite lenient, only too lenient. Um, I think Hartlepool may have set out to, to, to stamp their mark on us literally in the early stages, knowing that refs don't tend to give red cards very early in matches. Obviously. We did suffer one up at Stockport when Omar was sent off, but that was highly unusual. Normally, refs are reluctant to give red cards in the first few minutes of the game. And there was a very early challenge, I think it was on Omar on the touchline, um, which could have been a yellow. Ref just gave a free kick. And then not long afterwards, it was that, what, like a two-footed challenge from Will, which I think some refs deemed a red card offence, just a mm -hmm. yellow. So that was disappointing. And then, of course, um, we know what happened a bit later in the game. Well, yeah, I mean, there was... A couple of people saying they thought the first yellow was a little bit um, a soft one. Yeah. Not much argument with the second yellow. Yeah. Um, however, as much as you know, love Craig, you've got to question you, your experienced player. You, you you knew you were on a yellow. Did he just think that the ref wasn't going to give another one so quickly? Or yeah. no, it, it, it was it was a rash challenge. An experienced player like him and the captain should have known better. But um, I think there was a certain amount of frustration I mean, that the ref had let quite a lot go of challenges our players. And you know, just before Craig's first yellow, you know, there'd been a quite a nasty challenge on I think it was Ali Smith unpunished. Mm -hmm. And uh, moments after that, Craig picked up his first yellow. But the the, the one he got he got the second yellow for. I mean, he, there was no danger. It was it was at um, it was at there in their half of the pitch. There was yeah. no threat to our goal. The guy was just mm. going for the ball on the, on the touchline. Um, Craig hadn't made the challenge. I don't think any, any too dangerous would have ensued from our point of view. Yeah. Um, but I, he just perhaps needed in that in that split <clears throat> second to think, do I need to make this challenge? You know, let it go. And mm. he didn't make the challenge. And as soon as he made it, you, you and the guy went down, you knew that he knew he was in trouble. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, so I think that was 37, 38 minutes. So all we needed yeah, to do was yeah. uh, just <laughs> get ourselves through the next few minutes, get ourselves to half time and then sort, sort ourselves out. And from absolutely nowhere, Hartlepool started playing like prime Brazil <laughs> and scored <laughs> two absolute, I mean, you can't dispute the goals. They were great goals. Yeah. Um, a great free kick, um, which obviously you work on free kicks, attacking and defending them. So, okay, fair enough. Probably shouldn't have given away the free kick. But mm. the uh, the equaliser was just, just a yeah. ridiculous goal. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's difficult because obviously you expect to hold on to to, to a lead like that. Um, mm. Made it hard for ourselves. Uh, but we kind of get into second half 2-2. Two, two. Were you fearing the worst at that point? Were you thinking we'd hang yeah, on? Well, you, 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 you do fear the worst, but I think there was a sense that Hartlepool weren't actually a great side. They had a purple patch in the minutes at half time. Um, but from what we'd seen earlier, they weren't a particularly good side by League Two standards. So um, I think there was a feeling that if, if we 
we organised ourselves properly could hang on for at least a point. Um, we've not got a great record with 10-man game, home game against Salford, for example, when Donovan was sent off. And we were 1-0 up and ended up losing 2-1. Um, so, yeah, there was a certain amount of nervousness. Um, and Matt said he, he changed formation once during that second half. I think we started with sort of 4-3-2. We were mm-hmm. lacking a bit of width. It exposed on the flanks. Now, I think we went 4-4-1. Um, with Omar dropping into mid, we'd done before half time after Craig went off, mm. and that seemed to work. And they had they had chances, um, but um, we we looked occasionally dangerous on the break. Um, we had a couple more chances to score, and we actually finished the game quite strongly. I mean, we had a few corners in the final sort of five minutes or so. They also had a free another free kick, and the guy who scored in the first half took it. But uh, Jack Rose made a good save. That was about yeah. five minutes from time, I think. Yes, I mean we. we... We hung on. I mean, it's a difficult one because um, I think Tony mentioned it in his interviews. Uh, always respect the point, but you you would have been hoping for at the, before the game for free at two mm. nil on the way we were playing. You definitely would have been expecting free. Um, so it, yep. it kind of has it an air of a little bit of ugh, we threw threw two points away there. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Towards the end of the season, that that one point might be yep. might be vital. Um, if it's the opposite way to last season, that one point might might make all the difference. Um, yes, so since Dan isn't coming back, um, you, you, you get the lovely pleasure of uh, choosing some players of the day. I have jotted okay. a few names down if, if you want okay. to do two. It's up to you if you want to do two or all of them. Um, I'll certainly do two. I could yeah. do more if, if you want. Well, maybe three. Um, well, I think Leanne Gold has got to be in the frame. Um, yeah. He looked very good. Um, he's obviously scored the goal, but his all-round game, I think, was very impressive. It was a nuisance to their events. Um, he had other chances to score, and um, he, he's awarded a great acquisition by, by Matt. So, yeah, Lee. Um, and um, I'll give, um, I'll put Jack Rose's name in, because he made, I mentioned the save from the free kick. He made another quite good save very late in the game as well, that straight at him, but it's quite a full shot. Uh, and you know when when you're down to ten men, the backs against the wall a bit. You know you need your goalkeeper on song, and uh, you know Jack helped to preserve that point with those two two latest saves. Lovely. So I had both those names jotted down, but I've also got yeah. down um, Dave scored um, yeah. again for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and also um, Sam um, thought he did very well deputising for for Rob. In fact, I think one of the Hartlepool fans was saying they were very impressed with the left back, I and mean, then. Someone on Twitter said, yeah, that's not our normal left-back either. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. I think we'll, we'll put those four names forward and we'll see. Um, be interested in Jack wins it because be, he's won two in a row. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, he made that fantastic save up at Hartlepool. Not Hartlepool, Harrogate, the other HA, yeah. didn't he? Um, so, that, he was certainly worthy of the award after that performance. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to... Dan's given me his... his um, his nominations. Uh, so we're going to very, very quickly do the ultimate 11 thing. Um, right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, <laughs> Rich, for someone who's watching and he's probably going to cut off in a second after he hears all this, but never mind. We'll, 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 we'll do it quick. Anyway. And now, 125 years in the making, the Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast, Sutton United All Time Ultimate 11. <laughs> so, Mark, can we have your choice of centre back? So, Jamie Collins is already in the team. Okay. So who is your nomination for a second centre-back slot? Um, I'm going to go for our assistant manager, Jason Goodliffe. Uh, one okay. of those his first signings. Um, a very experienced player at that stage, obviously getting towards the end of his career. But um, we needed somebody like him. We'd just gone back down to the Isthmian League. We needed a, a leader and an organiser at the back. Um, Dawes identified Jason as that player. Um, I think he was only playing for us for just over a season, but I think he was instrumental in, in that sort of ship steadying season back in back down in, in the Isthmian. Lovely. Well, Dan hasn't given me any reasons, but um, he's gone with a name that's been banded around for a couple of people, by Charlie Clough as well, um, okay. who, again, not, not sure whether he means in his first spell or the second spell of, what, three months or whatever it was. I suspect it's the first spell. Um, but Charlie Clough yeah. and Jason Goodliffe. So I'll put them both out to the vote for the centre-back slots. Um, and your choice for left-back. Sorry for scaring you and saying right-back yesterday. But yeah, yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a moment of panic there. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go for a player I, I saw on the introductory sequence, um, Tony Raines. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, was played in the game against Coventry and scored the first goal. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I thought Dan was being cheeky by choosing the same person as that. Because I was like, that's not really fair. Because I think Tony's played pretty much across all the back four. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 um, yeah. so um, yeah, so he's, he chose Tony. So I'm going to chuck in um, my name, which probably not a lot of people will love, but I love watching um, Alan Bray um, okay. play, playing at left back. I, I always thought he was, he should have actually been playing a little bit higher than, than when he was playing with us. He's very, very solid. And I was surprised he stayed with us for so long. So I'm, I'm just yeah. going to chuck his name in there and we will see. But I suspect that's a slightly mismatched um, competition <laughs> player who's played 700-odd games for us or um, young Alan Bray. But we'll, we'll see what, what the votes bring and we'll go from there. Okay, perfect. And um, Rich has, managed, has actually stayed with us even after <laughs> that wonderful, wonderful jingle. <laughs> so we will now um, move on to the Tuesday match, Valentine's Day. What could be better on Valentine's Day and standing in a cold gander green lane, <laughs> watching Johnny Williams. Oh no, no, sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> Rich, hello, how are you? Hello. Um, all I'll say, having listened to that, you know, all time eleven, I hope there's justice for Kevin and Mankwa somewhere uh, in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. the only defensive link I could think of. I think Jarrell Eiffel played once or twice for you, but I don't think that's quite enough to get into the uh, into the eleven. Am I gone? No, no, you, you've just come back. Oh. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a... 
I have to keep repeating it's it's not our uh, best player eleven. It's people's favourite eleven because it will be a very mixed odd team. Um, so uh, I've got play. I've got people coming on next week. They've got combined support of about four years, so they're not going to have a very big pool of players to choose from. But will um, Randall will be. Hey, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but how how's things for you guys? I mean, there was a bit of a upset yesterday, wasn't there? I don't know if it's an upset. We're we're, we're not having a great time at the moment, um, Swindon. Not since October, really. It's been very inconsistent um, over the months. Really great performances with decent wins, followed by losses or draws. So we're exactly, you know, I think we're just just above mid-table at the moment, and that's about right. So it's not going too well. We're not playing well at the moment, and... Dare I say, this could be the time for Sutton to get their first ever win against Swindon. <laughs> now, now is as good a time as any to play us. I would. Say. We're doing everything we can on the podcast. We we banned Jenny, who's, who lives up in Swindon, but every time she's done the, the review, we've we've not won. So it's like, All right, Jenny, you're not doing it. <laughs> Go away. Um, um, but yeah, there was. Um, wasn't it Charlie Austin had a little altercation or a chat with yeah, some of the fans at the Arsenal match yesterday? That's gone viral. But if you watch the full clip. People are singing his name. It's just a couple of people behind the goal that aren't happy with the performance. Charlie Austin should probably just clap the fans and walk away and not make a big deal out of it because no matter if he's right or wrong, when you record that, it always looks a little bit awkward. It doesn't look right. I think he's told uh, that fan that later on he's going to have a few pints in the Chinese and that be that. But he is, he is, you know, everything's going around Charlie Austin. He joined, rightly so, but it's the last two games have not gone to plan and he's not getting any service. So you can have the best centre foot in the world up top, but if you ain't going to give it to him, can't get it to him, then the point. But yeah, it, it, it was that was something of nothing yesterday behind the goal. I think it's just a couple of irate fans, um, but you can clearly hear people chanting Charlie's um, throughout yeah, that. No, yeah, no, it's, it's one of those people without the camera. You couldn't, I couldn't even really work out what the hell was going on, to be honest. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's been a lot of comments on Twitter the last couple of days, or like last few hours of go for a pint and some Chinese. And I'm like, I've, I've missed a joke somewhere here. Now I realise where I've missed a joke. <laughs> it's literally the um, only thing you can really hear in the conversation is his finishing point of telling him what that fan's going to be doing later. I don't know what the setup was for it, but that's, that's uh, how it ended. Yeah. That's probably why I didn't hear it. Cause I was like, I can't work out what's going on here. And I stopped listening after a while. So uh, that's probably why. Um, so yeah, look, when we played you up at your place, um, we we do seem to have a habit of gifting you stuff, don't we, Mark? Because I think it was um, mm. we had nice clearance which bounced off Louis's face, dropped straight to Johnny Williams' oh, yeah. feet. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully we won't make anything like that. But um, what what are your thoughts on on the game, Mark? How do you see it going? Um, well, it'd be nice to think that this is a good time to play Swindon. I think they've got a 100% record against us so far. And that goes right back to a cup, FA Cup meeting back in the, whether it's the 70s or the 80s. So, since we came up to, to League Two, um, we have lost every game, all three games that we played Swindon. Um, so, you know, it would be nice to kind of end that, end that losing run on Tuesday. Um, I've had a look at some of Swindon's recent results, as Rich says, you know, they, they do seem to be consistent. There was a, was a 5-0 home win not so long, and they lost 2-0 at home yesterday. And they're all, they, they won away at Barrow and Northampton, which was quite impressive, and lost at Newport before that, I think, Colchester. Uh, although I think they were down to 10 men, weren't they? It's Newport for a lot yeah. of the game. So maybe mitigating factor there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it, 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 it could be it could be a, a game with a few goals in it. 
like to think so. <laughs> nice. Uh, and Rich, how do you see it going? Yeah, I, I think I'd take a draw at the moment just to settle things. We've got a new head coach. It's not gone too well since he's come in, but we don't know how much he's been able to implement. He came in on deadline day. So you can guarantee anyone that we did bring in isn't somebody that, that he's endorsed. So he's got a squad of players that he's got to get a note out of. Scott Lindsay didn't do great, but he wasn't appalling either. We were well in the playoff picture when he ditched it for Crawley, uh, probably thinking he was going to get fired. But I'm not convinced that the club, given how long it took to replace him, were set to, to sack him. So um, I will take a draw happily. Um, you know, we tend to edge these games. Other than, you know, game one in the league era, we were brilliant and they conceded. But in the last two, we've been very close. So it, mm. it's it's not one that we're particularly looking forward to. Um, well, I'm not particularly looking forward to because there's a weird little vibe, negative vibe at Swindon at the moment. And we really need a positive result before we go to Salford on Saturday. Yeah. Well, you love um likely to have his, his big mate watching in the stands because John Terry's been a few times... Um, around Sutton, so uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll be there booing his friend Jody. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think we we need, we need to break this hoodoo. Um, and um, as you say, they've been close. Apart from that, that's it was a spell in that first game where all of us were kind of like going, "Oh, this is League Two football." Yeah, this is what we were expecting. So I think at the time we were all a little bit like, "Oh, okay, this isn't this isn't too hard." And then um, that man ran around that pitch. <laughs> why, why is he playing League Two football? He shouldn't be anywhere near the place. But we even came back into it. Um, yeah. So, and he's yeah. the only one left, Johnny, now. Oh. From that 11, uh, Baudry's injured, but he'll never play for Swindon again. Um, he's the only one surviving. Mm -hmm. We're not the team that we were last season, both in, in terms of... Uh, well, wow. we'll, we'll say our style is... But in terms of the quality we had, <laughs> we're, we're not close to that in my opinion, especially attacking options anyway. So, yeah, Johnny is the sad final survivor of it, and he was looking for a move a couple of weeks ago. So um, he's got to, <laughs> he got to drag us to the playoffs, kicking and screaming if we are to make Yeah, and then there's a whole other little intrigue and not really sure what's gone on where we released Lewis. Oh, yes. And the only club he can go back to, he can play for is you guys. But something's happened on, on our, our release where we've not done something and he now can't play for you guys. So, yeah, there's, there's something going on. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not, yeah. it's not, it's the one thing I can certainly say is it's not going to be something we've done deliberately. No, it's, it's, it's a funny one because I, I saw on social media a few Swindon fans getting irate with Sutton just with Sutton just saying just just release him you know just get you know just he's gone it's over but at the same time he's not going to play for Sutton he'll be here till the end of the season he's not going to play a minute unless Solbrin gets sent off or injured it's not the same as last year that I think that's the reason why Lewis Ward left in the first place is because there wasn't going to be competition for the number one shirt the stipulations of the loan I think are pretty clear that Solbrin plays what if he if he's available Luckily, he's a very good goalkeeper, so it's not it's not um, it's not been an issue this year. Yeah. Thank goodness, because since Ward's gone, we've only had inexperienced young goalkeepers as backup. We haven't ha we had we we didn't replace Lewis Ward with with an experienced um, backup. We've had eighteen um, and so far. So Lewis Ward was supposed to replace Lewis, uh, um, and um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But it doesn't look good. Yeah. I mean, the ball was in Sutton's court by by the sounds of it. But I shrug my shoulders. We don't need a backup yeah, goalkeeper, really. If Brink gets in, then we go to. The yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'd say I'm not 100 sure exactly what's gone on, but I, I will suspect it's some EFL rule that we were 
we didn't know about and um, that we that we got oh this is what we've got to do okay um because the others that have left us like that have gone to non-league so it's it's probably just something we've not come across yeah we can't put seven days in for him or anything like that here can we but but it's nothing in terms of the football admin swindon aren't holier than thou in that respect so um, <laughs> we, we can we can go to the moral high ground on Okay, well, I think we've uh, flogged it to death. We got a cold Valentine's Day um, watching League Two football on what might be a close game, or you'll just nick it again. Um, so, thank you both for your time. Thanks everyone for listening. And um, let us know what you think of the show. Like, follow, share on all the socials at the Sutton Podcasts. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Um, let me know what you think of the new format with the new um, sports social network or podcast network. Sorry. Um, and next time I am joined by, I think it's Joe and Will. No, it's not Joe and Will, it's Gabriel and Will, sorry. Um, so that will be on Wednesday. And then very shortly after, I should be doing an interview with Matt and that will be released by the end of the week as well. So thanks for your time, everyone. Um, take care and we'll see you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.